twisting, turning. That's a penalty, is it? No, he's still going. Oh, how about that? How about that? Two friends, two minds, and one love for Arsenal Football Club. You are now listening to the Cotton Two Minds Podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. Come you know? tumbling down when the wall. <laughs> Little John Cougar Mellencamp, huh? Look at anything, you. anything. <laughs> uh, uh, the life of a West Coast Arsenal fan. You know. Oh, you know. Yeah. You know what's what's been going on. Uh, anyway, hey, welcome to the podcast. Cotton two buys. E Marshall Fitz. Gonna rush, chilling. He's inside today, ladies and gentlemen. So you know what that means. You know, we got our ass kicked. <laughs> nah. Uh yeah, man. Before we get into it, man, what's been going on? You okay? You know? Well, you know, it, I decided to uh tie one on for the first time in a long time last night. Oh wow. And, uh went and sat at the bar with a couple buddies and drank and drank and you want to get one more? You want to let, let's yeah. get one more. All right, we'll get one more. All right, yeah. And it was a few beers in when I looked at my phone and realized the game starts at 4.30 here. 4.30 in the morning, folks. Right, right. You got to be disciplined. And uh, <laughs> somebody <laughs> didn't wake up until 5.30. What time did you get in? I mean, I didn't get in that late, probably. 9 30 10 o'clock latest <laughs> oh, that's how you know we're old shit. I, 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 like, we're like, talking old, about t- old man drinking right. started at five you know? <laughs> <laughs> wow that's the trip so you went out like pepe today you weren't feeling good and you just is that you know? what happened to him i didn't hear yeah it's not covid but he wasn't feeling good so the lineup he could have made the whole difference <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, right. Anyway, uh complete mess. Arsenal lose. What was it? Five? <laughs> I lost count. Yeah. Five nil away to city. A man sent off. Can you would you be able to guess who that man was that got sent off? <laughs> yeah, I know you. <laughs> Always. It's like he's trolling us at this point. It's like well, he's just like, like I was telling you when I was behind. And then I realized it's not even on the regular television, so it wasn't going to be on my DVR. Because it's on Peacock, and they got some. So kind I had of... to go to Peacock, and you got to select the game, right? And it takes you live until you can reset it to the beginning. Until so you rewind. Immediately, it. I saw three nothing Arsenal ten men, and our boy Jaka red card. Yeah. So no surprises, right? Nah. If somebody was gonna get one, it's Jaka. Oh yeah. Just just uh brutal. Brutal. Um it's it sucks. You had to get up at five thirty in the morning to watch that. But you know, this is what we do. This is what we do. Man. The game, this is my favorite. This is my favorite. You know, Arsenal were on the front foot in the first five minutes. <laughs> they always say the same shit. Like, yeah, we're the best. At starting off a game, the first five minutes of the game, yeah, we look like we're going to do something. And then immediately, 
sink back immediately. Like, we give up a goal within 10 minutes of the game. Immediately. And everybody, me, the announcers, everybody's like, oh, wow, we look pretty good today. And within 10 minutes, we're losing 1-0. I like It's amazing. It's amazing. I, I, <laughs> I don't even understand. I, it's so weird. How can how could we? How could Man City dominate us through the air with with fools that are like five nine? Gudigan and uh, even Raheem got his head on one when he I came mean, in the game. Yeah. And all good chances, you know, yeah. clear uh, clear from a defender had a chance to put it. You know, it's like I, yeah. I don't understand. It's uh, it's very strange. Chamber, Chambers didn't you know? I guess he you know didn't have it was it was it was it it was a great cross, you know, and um, Leno got beat on his post again, but you know it was tough. You know it was whatever. He's still good, especially yeah. That's why we didn't do a podcast after the uh, EFL Cup. Because I didn't want to come in here and be all hyped. Yeah, six nil, even though it was against West Brom. Because it, it's we're a mess. We're a mess. And people don't want to blame Arteta. Um, but if you watch that Chelsea-Liverpool game, like I just got done watching it. They were a man down at halftime. The coach got his team in the locker room. They got organized, and they went out there and fought away at Anfield against a bunch of crackheads and got a draw. They did what they had to do. Yep. You know what I mean? And if the shoe was on the other foot, like we can't even, if we go down a goal, he has never been able to turn it around in the second half. That's the sign of coaching and adjustments and tactics. These yeah. little things like they're, it, it's, it's highlighted, you know, but P, I mean, I read on my Twitter feed, people still defending this guy. It's not his fault. It's their cronk. You know, it's just so many excuses. Anyway, yes. go ahead, man. Go ahead. I mean, I'm going to use that segue to just say, like, I mean, I just everything is spoiled in the soup, man. It's just tainted. The, the, yeah. The whole team is just not in a good place. Doesn't look like they're playing um, for him. That's for sure. So it sure doesn't. It, it sure doesn't like- even look like they're real. Like, I mean, it is a point where, you know, you lose the locker room. Everybody Ooh. knows this term, and yep. it's happened. I think personally, Unai late when before Unai got fired, those that month or so before, it looked like yes. you know fools are done with him too. So yes, um, anyway, but uh, I mean, really, I mean, you know, you, we can we can talk about the specifics of this game, but it's really not the point today. It's really like the state of the team. Where, like, what's up? Um, I hate to rehash things because I know other Arsenal fans get so sensitive about it. Just forget Ozil. It's over. But Ozil marks a point on this team. He marks a point on this team where we we definitely came out to the world as a neurotic club that can't manage their 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 personnel and their decisions who who to give a big contract to who not to you know somebody's over the age of 30 they usually don't get you know 
unless they're world beaters, $200,000 a week. You know, we just signed William, like whatever. No yes. big deal. Obama Yang's 31. He's still good, but, you know, it's it's little shit like that. I got you. And yeah. everything's fine with Ozil up until, you know, Arteta gets there, you know, and then for some reason it can't work out. The same thing with Guendouzi, Torreira, you know. I mean, even Emery, Emery tried to discipline him like once, like he sat him for a couple games, but he never abandoned the idea that I have a guy that I'm paying $300,000 a week to. I can't do nothing about it and get other guys to come into the squad because that money's t- so I'm going to play him. Right. But you I'm know not what time to be a stubborn asshole right. that's going to hold a grudge against some unless it's beyond him, but you know what? Like I mean, I don't know if I even accept the job if Ozil's on the squad but you're telling me coming in the door that you can't play him. Right. It's, it's already it's, telling me about the, the upper echelon of this club that I don't know if I'm truly going to get supported anyway. Right. It's, it's it, he, you know what you're getting with Ozil. It's, it's not, it's not, he's not running around being an asshole. He, you know, it's, I mean, if it's his style of play, okay, great. Try to sell him or, or do whatever. But the man managed three word text out, tweet out today, and he was trending. He was trending one at one point because everybody noticed it. Like, right? It's trust the process, which right. was in case I can remind everybody, Arteta's answer to why aren't you playing Ozil like, like a year and a half ago, right? And I uh, am watching all the players, and I am playing the best ten, eleven that I believe that we could put on the pitch, and blah blah blah. And Ozil never saw the light of day again. And I don't care if it's the management or if it's, but you know that just started the problems with uh, his stubbornness or his thin skin. But the Guendouzi situation turned Tor- ugly. Um, Torreira. Uh, the Torreira thing turned bad. Aubameyang, uh, I don't care what anyone says. It's bad. Laka. Look at this. Look at the players. I mean, even guys like Kolasinic. Blockhead. Like he was somebody that's really important to our squad. But you right. definitely turned him off right. of even having any desire for this squad. So Mustafi. Mustafi. Mustafi was playing good for a little bit under him, too. Yeah, just like Malin Niles was. All yep. of a sudden, you know, when he first got there and he needed them, you know, they won the FA Cup. Anyway, man management tactics. You you can't. Sure, we sure we don't have we don't have great players, you know, currently because a lot of our team is injured. But you can't tell me the disorganization, the tactics. Like he tried to switch up the formation today, because like you always say, he's listening. You know, everybody's like, "Hey, what are you doing? Three at the back. Come on, switch it up." So he switches it up today, and we still got our asses handed to us. But let me ask you this: I'm gonna ask you, um. I'm gonna play a game with you. It's called uh, the Voice of Reason. I want you to be the Voice of Reason right now, and then I'll chime in with mine. Okay. And then we're gonna do the Voice of Panic. <laughs> so, <laughs> but I, I want to. Which one you want to start with? Voice of Panic or Voice of Reason? 
Uh, <laughs> let, let's be positive. We'll be okay. positive. Voice oh, of shit. reason. <laughs> go Just ahead. Voice of reason. All right, go ahead. Um, uh, <laughs> whatever you believe Arteta's uh, ability is in the future as a manager. So maybe that's why people want to stick with him because they believe they got somebody that does get it. Okay. You know, I guess it's a positive if Pep Guardiola says, this guy's a good manager. He knows what he's doing. Oh, thank you, Pep. Right. When I think Pep maybe just doesn't want him to uh, be knocking on his door to come back to his staff. I don't think he wants Arteta around. Um, (laughs) He's a buzzkill, but go ahead. But the voice of reason is, is um, listen, we're, we're a club that got rid of Arsene Wenger. And everybody was in agreement that he just lost the plot and things have just gone bad and it just it's too much and it's gone out of his hands and he can't save this. We got to move on. Right. I don't understand why, why or how it could be a hard decision to understand that Arteta's just not really grasping what it takes. <laughs> you're the voice of reason and you're still, you're still whooping up fucking Mark. <laughs> no, but I get, I got you. I got, I was going to, my, my voice of reason is this. Look, we got a lot of players out. Our essential defense pairing is, is not what, what we have in mind. Um, you know, <laughs> it's, it's so hard. we, we have we don't have a full team. Partey, you know, yes. one of our major signings last year, he's out. <laughs> See how hard it is to be the voice of reason. It's so much easier to be the voice of panic or distress. But you know, he just he just hasn't had a full team with his full players all available at the same time to to come in and play. You know, this 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 offseason was rough for him because of the Euros and the Olympics. You know, you got players coming in. So, you know, does he deserve a little time? Sure. The voice of reason would say with all these, you know, with all these little things. Sure. You know, but that Norwich game on September 11th. I mean, that's a six pointer right there. (laughs) We got to beat them. We're on the bottom of the table with them. So, voice, uh, voice of panic. Let me hear it. Okay. Uh, the the management. <laughs> this is easy. The management, the coach, and the fans are delusional. There's yeah. There's a lot on what Arsenal really is pride, pride their their pride for their club can mm-hmm. be unmatched and i respect it and it's my club too and i love them right. i love arsenal and i'm always going to root for them but i'm i'm reasonable we are a you're doing the voice of reason mid- right now <laughs> we are a hopefully mid table right. team and that's where we have to keep our that is reason, huh? I'm actually doing more reason. That's where we have to keep right. our heads. Right. Is that the... is that stop comparing ourselves to, you know, Chelsea and blah 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 because we don't spin like them. Right. Uh our management is so indecisive. 
the way they just tug and pull on transfer decisions and play with it and maybe we're gonna and all these other teams just sign players right. or make a decision that this player didn't work out and let him walk and just send him on its way you know yeah. we, i mean we I mean 134 million we spent most yeah. more than anybody i think well it was I until think ronaldo okay but ronaldo called <sighs> <laughs> and uh I would I would agree with you. Before before I do my voice of panic, let me just say this. What if what if like what happened to Bellerin? You know? What happened to him under Arteta? And all that bullshit, trust the process. We love this guy, he's a great what happened to what happened to him? Now let's say, let's say he got his shit together and we got Bellerin at right back, Ben White, Gabriel, Tyranny. Partey, Lakanga, Saka, Pepe, Odegaard, Smith Rowe, whichever one you want to put in, Aubameyang. That's a strong team, you know? But can the manager tactically get the best out of this team? I don't think so. And I think that's 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 what people are missing. You know, look at the form of of certain players since Arteta's been there. You can almost see it, and I hate to say it, but you can almost see it in tyranny now. He doesn't, he's losing form. He's not the same guy he was last year as far as his form. Look at even Chambers. He's, he, you know, last year we were kind of seeing it, not singing his praises, but man, he's a nice, solid right back. He's no. good enough. He's good enough to fill in there. Look at Look at him. Look at Xhaka's form. It's just, you know, he goes away to, to Euros and International. He's lauded. He comes back to Arsenal and he's just dog shit. You know? I, I don't i I'm that's what I'm that's what I'm seeing. Look at Aubameyang. Look at Laka. It's like this guy's a vampire, dude. I mean, and he's yeah. sucking the life out of his players. He's just sucking the life. Anyway. Yeah, I mean, like to me, it just, it's, what's crazy is the whole feeling it's of obvious. trying to say, like, our strikers aren't getting it done or something when they don't get balls. They don't get balls. Like, people were like, oh, I was really hoping Balogun really would have showed up for that game and really shown that he's ready to stay. Dude, he didn't get balls. Like, Sucking. you can't tell somebody, like, dude, how come you didn't perform when you didn't even fucking get the ball? sucking the life out of his players. He's a vampire. Everybody's form is slowly going to dog shit. And I don't know whether it's training, tactics, or they're just done with this guy. They see through it. They, they've they heard him. He sounds great. But then they're like, oh, okay, this guy's a bullshitter. You know what I mean? Like, we see through it now. And that's the, that's what I'm, that's what I'm sensing. You know, I saw ESR, ESR, ESR's head drop a couple times during the game. Like, Psh, this is some bullshit. Or Saka, who's who's breaking his neck trying to do something. Look at Pepe. Look at his form. Look at everybody's form is just going down. Dog it's, shit. Everywhere you look. Everywhere you look. And people, people will clear. People will always say, "Hey, man, it's the players. He he doesn't have the squad he needs." And that's when, remember the first game of the season, that's when I throw in it on Edu. 
and Arteta. Because it's not like Ed Dudes is like, fucking, I'm not going to listen to Arteta. I'm going to go pick some players and sign them. It's, you know, they're collaborating, you know, and I'm sure Arteta's signing off on the on the decisions he's making. Sure. But they're all awful. Um, I mean, the, the the best players we have were developed in the in the academy, except for Tyranny. That was, you know, Tyranny, Saka, ESR, as far as uh, promising, you yeah. know. Anyway, it, it's I, just I keep it's seeing, such a sad state of affairs, man. And um, it's like, I mean, yeah, yeah. It's what, what can you say? I mean, what what is you know what did man you go through when uh, when Sir Alex was done? Four four managers before the, the is this their know. fourth or maybe fifth manager since Sir Alex? I mean, it's Van just, Hall. like I said once again, the club is so indecisive with their decisions on how they want this club to be run that they don't make, they don't make, they don't pull the trigger on things. Like they let it drag out. How many players have we watched go into a last year and just walk off the club for free? Cronky, Cronky doesn't care um, as long as he's making money and he doesn't know about football. So that's fine. That's fine. You know, you can just be the the checkbook, and and you know, give us give whoever money. But because they don't know and understand about football, they hire people like Edu and Arteta. You know what I mean? Right. Like, and they conned them basically right. into getting the job. Maybe it was because it was the right price, and you didn't have to spend a lot of money for a big time manager. And yes. you can, uh, you know, what, what do they call that? Uh, revamp the team, start over. Save money, hopefully overachieve like the Vinger years and get the fourth and just keep breaking in that money for the Rams and whoever other teams you own. But that's not going to work anymore. You know, everybody, all the big clubs have their shit together from top to bottom, you know. And like you said, man, you was there was there was a time where they didn't have their shit together. You know what I mean? But the Glaciers bucked up and were like, all right, okay, fuck. We'll give you guys some money and we'll get this shit back. Cronky hasn't done that yet. Even the Liverpool group, you know, yep. that or the Boston Red Sox group that bought Liverpool. Yep. There was a time where they were struggling. They finally got in Klopp and started making the right signings and, and they cleaned their shit up. We're, Cronky still hasn't come to that conclusion to clean up his act and get this shit rolling. So, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna guess, you know, one of the one of the best things that made Vinger great was that he uh, uh, he worked the business end of it too. Well, because uh, <laughs> he, he thought that was his money, you know. Yeah, he treated it like it came out of his pocket, right? You know, he and but they he loved t- that about him. But towards one of the, the things I would say that he was very good at too is just his his demeanor and rapport with potential signings was very good right and they convinced, wanted to play for him. convinced guys that that i want to go and play for this guy and i believe the only thing arteta does that the cronkies like is talk to players in some way that is magical he's talked Saka, esr martinelli martinelli ain't even playing and he signed a long-term contract Right. So that if there's something that Arteta does, it's not for us, the fans' enjoyment or performance on the pitch, but 
it is for the crunkies. They 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 yeah. love his his negotiating. Even the people ability. that still even the people that still want him at the club. Like he yeah. has them fooled. Trust the process. He's going to be great. What are you basing it on? Uh, what is that based on? Like, you know, he, oh, oh, gosh, it's you basing it on the way he speaks and how clever he sounds. He's the smartest guy in the room. And, you know, I'm just going to well, stick with this guy. But come on. Go ahead. I'm gonna, uh, I'll give even a little bit more history about trust the process. So that that's a hijack term from the 76ers GM. Right. who used that back when he was rebuilding his team. But the thing that kind of made his legitimate, even though the Sixers still haven't done it, and I think that guy's gone now, but MB. But the thing that made it uh, legitimate was that the guy had experience. He had oh, been yeah. doing this GM job for a long time, so he was kind of telling everybody, like, just you know, look at my, my record, and I, I'll, I'll get the ship righted. Right, you can't look on Arteta's. What's what? What is it? What, what's Arteta's record for us to look on and say? See, I know he has the right vision. Or and do. How yeah. how do we know this? Right, you know he, just, he talks a good game, dude, and people buy it. He looks clever. He sounds clever. You know, in the beginning, he I was like, okay, well, shit. You know, you sound like you. You know, you sound like you know what you're doing. Let's see it. Was my approach. Yeah, because I didn't. Who in the right mind? Like what kind of the like I, I tweeted out the audacity or the ego to be like sure I'll take that job, even though they even if they came and asked me, you know I'm like I've never had I've never been a head coach before. Well, I'm gonna go take Arsenal's job, yeah. you know? Yeah. Nah, I'm cool. I'll yeah. go I'll go coach another team and maybe build them up, you know, build up my resume like what Gerard's doing with Rangers or what Lampard did with uh, what's the Whatever the team was, and uh, the the team Rooney's coaching now in the championship. Uh, oh, I can't, I can't remember, but yeah, even Rooney. You know what I mean? It's like you know, you go somewhere, you build up your coaching credentials, your coaching resume, you get some experience, and then maybe if you've earned it, you take a big job. You know what I mean? Yeah. Arteta's like, nah, I got this, man. Well, I, I know. How about this too? If you're gonna go this route, a guy that hasn't been. You know, with the connection to the club because he played there and stuff. Mm -hmm. Just go hire Thierry Henry then or Bergkamp or Vieira. Vieira. I right. mean, guys that were better players than you. And a legend. <laughs> you know, and I real, real. The game even more than you are. Telling. And real club legends. And real club legends. Because if it, even if, if, if Henry was a head coach and we performed like this today, I'd still be like, hey, man, I love Henry. Look at him. He, he looks so <laughs> like cool. Sucks and <laughs> Look how cool he looks over there, though. You know what I mean? <laughs> They'd be like, hey, this really sucks. And it's sad because <laughs> we feel we'd feel bad for Henry. Right. Right. But with Arteta, everybody's like, man, fuck this guy, man. Come he's on, a, dude. He's a, he's a, he's, you know, it sucks because he's going to take this experience when he does get fired and he's going to move on to another team. You'll get another chance because he's a silver tongued bastard. He could, you know, yeah. he could talk to you and get a job, but he's going to grow from this and become a better manager. And like, you know, five or five or 10 years down the road, you know, well, he'll be doing an interview talking about, yeah, it was. I really learned a lot from my experience at Arsenal. <laughs> you know, yeah. It'll be one of those situations. Yeah. But anyway, let's get into some uh, some stats since he's been there. Ten red cards since 2019. 
Uh, and a pat on the back for Jaka as he leaves the field today. Like, you know, hey, good job, buddy. <laughs> Way to fuck us. I don't know. Was it a sarcastic pat on the back? Who knows? But if he thought that was an okay challenge in today's, you know, football, you know, then that says that says a lot right there. Like, you, you, you know, if you thought that was a good challenge, enough to pat him on the back. As and, he's leaving, and Andy passionately watched the replay with his assistant, arguing, right? And was screaming and pointing. Disagreeing. That's yeah. not a foul. That's not a foul. Right. Um, now, I, I, <laughs> I'm getting back into the game, but uh, uh, who was that? Chambers got the shit slapped out of him on the. Uh, was that the? That was the second goal by uh, by uh, Rodri. One of those stories was it. I think it was Rodri. Oh, okay. But oh, yeah. yes, yes. Yeah, he got the shit slapped out of him. You know, I don't, I don't know. You know, he did get the shit slapped out of him. <laughs> and the guys, and it was a goal, and it was in a box. In today's world of VAR and replays, you know, they don't give those goals. But you know what? You could tell Atkinson's was going to screw him the whole game, dude. You know what I mean? He looked like he had an agenda today. The way he was roughing, and then that—I mean, that no call—he gave uh, Cedric a, a, a card on a oh, a yellow yeah, card, yeah. like a weird one. Like he kind of just tugged him a it little bit. That, it was, yeah, it wasn't all that. And then when he was running up to Jaka, he had a yellow in his hand. Right. And, and then he switched. It. Once he realized it was Jaka, he switched this to red. <laughs> but Atkinson's bar. You know, we can't catch a break, you know? Yep. We really can't. Hey, after a a little bit of time, people forget the specifics of the red card, and you just have red cards on your your name. Right. And at some point, you know, I'm telling you because I'm a fan of uh, the the Warriors and Draymond Green, and I've watched it with a a million players in American sports. Rashid Wallace. Once you build the reputation (laughs) of you're an asshole – or you don't know how to tackle, or you're overly aggressive when you get frustrated, refs are going to just start, you, right. you're just going to start seeing them more and more, man. All the more reason why you can't make a challenge like that based on your reputation. Yes. You know, based on every year in a big game at a crucial moment within the season for Arsenal and their young players, you're the leader, you're one of the veterans, you get sent off. How many times has this happened? It happens a lot. But you still got people on my Twitter feed talking about Xhaka like, you know, he's a boss. And it's just like, how many times has he done this to us? You know, we weren't going to win. People always say, oh, what do you expect? We're going to beat Chelsea and then City. No, that's not the point. Having your shit together, you know, during the game is what matters. so weird with this guy. I just, he's like a (laughs) weird, (laughs) it's such a weird situation. A guy that's undisciplined and has a problem controlling his emotions, flipping the crowd off, but then he gets made captain. On a case, yeah. uh, You know. One foot out the door. He says he's happy to leave. He's talked to Jose Mourinho. One foot out the door. One foot out the door. Ready and to leave. now we re-sign him for four more years or something? One foot out the door. 
Because I think we wanted twenty million, and somebody was it, anyway. It was seventeen. A, yeah, Roma got up to seventeen million that they would offer, and we said no because we won twenty. Because your boy I do. <laughs> Look at me! I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna stop. But uh, Leno, you know, right on time. You know, just when things are going downhill, he gets beat on his near post from, uh, you know, how many yards is that? About 25, 20 yards out, you know, beat yeah. on his near, beat on his near post. Uh, Ramsdale, you know, on Wednesday, he looked like he, he looked like he's going to be a, a, you know, a, the exact type of keeper we need, you know, somebody tough. Rough and tumble. His communication was good. The back line didn't look all shaky and shit. And um, he was handling his business. So you make a statement to Leno today. You make a statement. You play Ramsdale, you know, and you base it on form. Whoever's playing good is going to be my keeper. I don't give a fuck. It's it's how I would have played that. But, you know, he's already screwed that up now, you know. Um People will say Leno, you know, he made a great, he made some great saves in the first, second half, but the game was over. The game was over. So it's so, it's, it's sad the way when you watch Man City just dominate us, the ease in which they they played it out the back. They're not even trying. Like, I mean, there's no extra effort. They're so smooth with the ball. I got that sense too. I got that sense. Spacing is so important to Pep's game. If, If, as long as everybody is spaced into their little spots, yeah, you can't take the ball from us. Is their whole point, you know? Unless and the, you and they pass back or foul us, they or, pass you know. the ball. They pass the ball quick. Edson, Edison, or whatever his name is, he made some loose passes. He almost gave up a goal, but Pep was like, you know, cool with it. Like, okay, yeah, this is what we do. You know what I mean? And then on on a, on, on I think it was the second or third goal. Just the ease in which they played it out from the back, dude. He made a beautiful long pass on the ground to the middle to to the midfielder, way up the pitch way on the there. ground. Yeah, just passed it right to him. They turned around, went on a little break, and scored a goal. But the ease in which they played it out from the back, the speed, you know, everything, you know, how are we playing it out from the back? I mean, that's how that. <laughs> That's how you can see that, you know, I mean, I got to see this new Man U team to really understand exactly how they're going to play and what's their – but, like, Chelsea and Liverpool that yeah. you watched today, yeah. it's, the, it, it's the only thing you could – it's the only way you can play to possibly try to fast. beat Man City. You got to play fast. fast you got to get rough and tumble with them. Yep. When you get a chance to bump them and hip them and and put a, a forearm in their back, you got to do it. Like you right. have to. Rudiger and Christensen aren't your, you know, they don't they don't play like uh, Virgil Van Dyke. They're not smooth and and cool with the ball, but they right. will fight you to the death. Yeah, yeah. like nobody's I mean, we business. <laughs> a couple times in our game, right. But man, I mean, the, watching him scramble back, how hard he works to get back in uh, quick, all those fools. The whole team will fight you to the death. Yeah. And uh, we just don't have that right now anywhere no. on the pitch. Nowhere no. on the pitch. And um, that's the mentality. And that's um, installed, you know, by yeah. your manager. You I know? mean, to me, that is the hint. We already said it, but that's the hint that, that he's losing the locker room because I don't yeah. believe that some of these guys don't have fire in their belly they right. do mm-hmm. but when you when you start getting discouraged 
and and uninspired by what's going on, you could lose the fire. And that's just being a human, man. That's just who you right. are. Like, you know, you you when you when you come to the realization that you've been duped. Yes. Like you bought <laughs> yes. in, when when you when you bought into a process or you've trusted a process, and then you you you're you hang you're hanging out with this guy more and more, and you're starting to see like Oh, okay. He doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. Like, holy shit. Yes. We're screwed. Yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's what I see from the players. Like, they're like, oh, you know, the light bulb went off. Like, we're screwed. Yeah. This guy can't get us out of this. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, you know, hopefully he can. Um, how long to you how long do you give him? I'm sure the board, Ed do, I'm sure they don't even have a plan. If they decide to get rid of him. So, know. you know, I'm kind of a, I'm kind of like, you know, let's wait and see. Maybe he gets his players back and they start playing for him. But, you know, it, it's, it's not I mean, looking my, good. My, my only problem with that wait and see for that is just, I just, I'm just hoping that the international breaks coming. It's a good time to do it now. I mean, yeah, I, I would legitimately give him, you know, uh, a five game thing once I considered that you've got your players. Right. But this okay. is soccer, so there's going to be some players that, you know, you're no, going to get, uh, you know, Partey back, and you're going to get somebody in somebody else back, but we're going to also lose, you know, Saka's going to go down with an injury, or tyranny right. always goes down, or... I hear you, though. That's that's a that's a good, that's a, know, that's a good mean, idea, because Kalazanach is out there. You know, you know, you... You want to be hard on him, and then you think like, "Wow, Kalazanic is out there, and we've been trying." I thought we bought out his contract, and he was going his way to Fenerbahce, but that fool's playing games now. Like that's the sh- like that's the shambles. You know, what I mean? those are the little things. And you got Chambers out there, who's not a, you know, he's a ba- he's a squad player. So you're right when he gets when he gets his, you know, if he's able to get a, a full fit squad, then you know, three or five games. Well, I mean, I'm saying around. that, but I'm also saying oh, like, I know. People I mean, get we hurt. can't keep giving them an excuse like your your squad's still not fit. It's still not People fit. Get it's hurt. still not fit. Like, at some point, we got to call it like, okay, you know right. what? You got your two best CDMs. You got your two center backs back, and you got a striker. I want to see some action. Like, right. let's make it happen or right. else. Like, no, I, yeah, I hear you. I, I would, I would get rid of them now. <laughs> I just talked all that shit. I would have no problems if they, if they made a decision but, this week. I would have no problems with. But them. I don't trust the people to hire the next coach, and I know they don't have a plan. So that's I'm the only Freddie Lundberg back in. So that's the only reason. That's the only reason why I say, hey, you know. You fools don't you fools don't have your shit together. I don't want you hiring another coach without sitting down with a damn analytics group. You know, somebody sit down with a consult some consultants and figure out what you're gonna do because they don't know. I they think really put Freddie in temporarily while you're doing your search, because he knows all these kids. All these kids played with Freddie. Anyway, one shot on goal. Yes. No, no, no. One shot, no shots on target. Yeah. 25 to one with a man down. And and I'll go back to it. Chelsea against Liverpool at Anfield, you know. Yep. They fought. Yep. Their coach, their coach made adjustments. 
You know, yeah. it's it's the exact same scenario against a harder team. Well, I don't know if it's harder, but the environment maybe because Man City looked like they were just on a stroll, like a little training session, just out there having a good time, playing it out from the back. <clears throat> but I mean, the same scenario. It's so Chelsea's, a, Chelsea's away at Anfield. They go down a man, give up a penalty, go down a man, and they hung on for a draw. Yep. We went on to get destroyed. Yep. They, I mean, they basically, you know, they let Lukaku go lang, go hang low, and everybody else go back, and yeah. we're gonna try to see if we can hit them. There was always yeah. a, there was always a little threat because, like you said, they had Lukaku lurking, mm-hmm. but Virgil was a cool, smooth motherfucker. Hey. <laughs> He's so smooth. He's so happy to be back. I mean, Maury looked like, you know, <laughs> I, mean, I don't know, I don't know what kind of defense he was playing, but. There was never a point when uh, Lukaku had his back on Virgil. Right. Know? Virgil played it the smart way and just, you know, yep, like a like a matador, like, you know, stayed off him when he got it. Anyway, just basic shit. You know why? You know why he played him like that? Because his damn, his damn coach told him to play him like that. His coach said, hey, yeah. this is how you play a guy like this. His back is very big. You have to. You know what I mean? He came at yeah. him like that, gave him a no, little. No, let him get the ball. It's okay to let him get the ball. What's not okay is to let him put his back on you. Don't right. let him do that. You don't want to. You don't want him to know where you're at. You know, sneak up on him. <laughs> Blitzkrieg. The, uh, I just ahead. hope that. Uh, we don't have to play Man City for eight more months or something. And um, I just want to reiterate how frustrating it is to watch a bunch of people running around. Like, Aimlessly. Sterling, Ra- Raheem Sterling has, like, taught all these guys how to run, too. Like, they all run like him now. Everybody stands up tall with their shoulders pinned back, and they keep their head up, and they just – like Belma passes up over the top around the edge. I yeah. mean, like they Velma. make it look so easy. I'm done with you, Man City. Like Velma, <laughs> <laughs> y'all run like Velma. No, you know, the youngsters don't know about Velma. <laughs> anyway, anyway, so that'll. Oh, let me let me get this last little bit out. One of the perks of playing against Pep, for from for Arteta's sake, is that. He took it easy on us in the second half. Could have got really bad, you know, and they really did take it easy on us. And, um, you know, shout out to him and shout out to Edson for for giving us hope in the first half. Like, yeah. wow, wow. He made two huge mistakes. Yeah. And um, anyway, the yeah. team is not looking good. Um, I don't know. I don't know. So on that note, 5-0 loss. We got the uh, – we got the uh, – International break coming up. Perfect timing. Whoo! I tell you what, transfer market wise, y'all, we got a few days left. Oh, I'm yeah. And uh, I'll remind you guys about an eight-two trouncing by Man U right before the market was up, and we went and bought like four players in in the last like three days. Per being one of the highlights in that one. Per, per murder sacker was the one that got us all fired. Ah, right. Dude, he's a national man. He plays for the he plays for the country and everything. Right. Smooth. Talk about smooth, <laughs> huh? But was, uh, but no, I hear you. It's it's uh so I mean I got a feeling they may try to make one more move. I don't know. Who knows? I think we're I think we're done making moves because Cronky's like, come on, 134 million. 
I mean, why am I going to give you more money? A, a he smart don't want to. I would say that uh. he doesn't want to spend any money anyway. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like he's probably pissed that he put yeah. in 134. But if we don't look, look, if we don't get this right back situation figured out, we got all these raggedy ass right backs on this team. We can't, you know, either you sit down with Malin now and be like, look, dude, you're gonna play right back. I don't care what you want to do, you know, or bell your ring, get your head out of your ass. Somebody, we need a right back bad, and I would take. I don't know. I would take anybody who could create a chance. Anybody, you know, anybody. And some said some would say a striker, but I think if Aubameyang gets service, man, he will score twenty goals. Don't you think? If he gets service, just my last. I'll just leave this as my last note to everybody for today. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I still believe Aubameyang should be playing off the corner, not down the middle. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, I'll, I'll say that, yeah. If, I'm so really, needs- I really believe that. And with the team we have, Lacazette has to play striker, but in my opinion. But that, you know, you know who's odd man out who I'm worried about losing is ESR. We went and got Odegaard. Okay, so now what's it mean? Odegaard's going to end up on the sheet more than ESR. ESR is not getting his time. He just signed a contract. He's going to start getting grumpy. They gave him the number 10 shirt, and then they signed the guy to put in front of him. You know? Right. He's He got he got pushed out wide to the to the left, and Odegaard was more in the center. And, you know, Odegaard, he's a, you know, he's a tidy, tidy footballer, you know, but he not – he. he He's not blowing my socks off. Not just yet. He does some decent, you know, like I said, he's solid. He's solid. But, I mean, we need athleticism in that midfield. We need, you know, fools with speed, people that can pick up, you know. I don't. We need a lot of shit. We're done. I'm not talking anymore about Arsenal. We're going to head into uh, Tuesday is the transfer deadline day. And who knows, you know, maybe, maybe we do something. But on that note, um, another shitty weekend. And, you know, peace yeah. out. Peace out. Peace out, everybody. Twisting, turning. That's a penalty, is it? No, he's still going. Oh, how about that? How about that? Thank you for tuning in to Caught in Two Minds. Please head on over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and review. All feedback is much appreciated. And be sure to follow us on Twitter at CITM Podcasts, at Guna Rush, and at E Marshall Comedy. The music of this podcast is brought to you by Statics. If you like what you hear, please head on over to staticsmusic.com and be sure to follow them on Twitter and Instagram at Statics Music. That's S T. ATX Music. Peace.